0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again from above. So about 10 days ago, I was feverishly up all night in my COVID isolation room, asking some pretty desperate questions of God. Why all these health issues in my family? How are we going to manage? What's the point of all this annual reporting? And is this why you called me to be a priest? I was in a pretty dark place for a couple nights, literally and emotionally. But in the darkness, I found I had company. It was Nicodemus. Who appears in today's gospel reading and also two weeks back when I was struggling. Nicodemus, I saw for the very first time in my own darkness that Nicodemus was a man who came to Jesus literally and spiritually in the dark. Yet as his story unfolds he becomes like an unsung hero for all of us who struggle in the darkness to find God and then persevere to emerge into the light of God's grace. So one important background note about my new friend Nicodemus, which we clergy tend to downplay. Nicodemus was a priest. A Pharisee, yes, but a priest nonetheless dedicated to serving God and showing God to others. How embarrassing for us that the first time we meet Nicodemus in John 3, he is utterly in the dark about Jesus. Literally, yes, because he comes to Jesus at night. Why at night? Because he's afraid of what his friends will say. But also, spiritually in the dark, because he knew a lot about God. After all, That's a priest's job. But in fact, he didn't. Here's how it played out. Nicodemus' first words to Jesus are words of praise. Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God because no one can do the things that you do unless God is with him. Jesus, however, loves us too much to lie to us. Nicodemus. Jesus says in so many words, you don't know the first thing about who has come from God and who hasn't. You can't see a millimeter into the kingdom of God, my friend. Nicodemus, you can't be tweaked to be better. We have to tear you down and start again. You must be born again from above to see the kingdom. Now, people have misread this passage to be a judgment on Nicodemus because he was a Pharisee, because he was a Jew, because he was a priest. But it is no judgment, and it's not personal, and this is where you come in. This is Jesus' wake-up call to you and to me and to anyone alive on earth who truly seeks God. Whatever you think you know, whatever you think you have of God, you don't. Not because you and I are stupid, and not because you and I are particularly sinful but because you're human. You're not God and neither am I. And much of what is natural to us must die and be redeemed by what is supernatural. That's why Father Hovnan occasionally in the dark about his life in ministry, and Nicodemus in the dark about his life in ministry, and you in the dark about your life, and your ministry is actually usually a good sign and a necessary crossroads on the way to mature Christianity. We always talk about being enlightened in our faith, that the more we know about God, the more we know about our faith, the more we know about our Armenian church, the closer we are to him. That works for a little while, but Jesus is always pushing people in an opposite direction. He tended to endarken people, Someone made up that word, darken people to faith more than enlighten. If this seems cruel of Jesus, then that's because our opinions of ourselves are probably still a little too high and we're aiming a little too low. Jesus doesn't want a better you and me. He wants a new you and me filled with his spirit and his love. And until we own up to how in the dark, how low and lost we are, there is no light, there's no rising, and there's no returning. Very truly I tell you, warns Jesus, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they're born again from above. And this rebirth, and this is where some of our Protestant friends get this wrong, this rebirth is not a one-and-done type of thing. This rebirth is supposed to happen over and again in the course of of our lives. This darkening takes a lot of courage and perseverance and patience and faith, but it yields results in time. Nicodemus disappears from view for several chapters until we meet him again briefly in today's reading. And Jesus at this time has just preached one of his most sublime and challenging words revealing who he really is, I am the bread of life, I am the water you drink from and never thirst and the people are bitterly divided about him. Nicodemus has just one line today, but it reveals a great change in his heart because the Pharisees want to arrest Jesus immediately for sedition. And Nicodemus says, he steps in front and stops them and says, we don't judge someone before we hear their words and before we know what they're doing. This is awesome because they just heard his words and they just saw what he was doing. Nicodemus is challenging his brothers in the same way that Jesus challenged him. You hear, but you're not listening. You see, but you're blind. What you think you know of God must die and be born again from above and from God. And so, amazingly, without a word, without a description, without any character development, Suddenly, Nicodemus is doing for his peers the same thing Jesus did for him in darkening them so that someday, mysteriously, they'll come to see the true light. May it be this way also with us. May we be like seeds whose growth always happens slowly and steadily in the darkness before blossoming forth in God's light of grace. This, in the end, is how it was with Jesus and for Nicodemus, this underrated and behind-the-scenes disciple. Because the last, the third and final time we hear of Nicodemus, John writes about him after Jesus' crucifixion. And amazingly, John says that this Nicodemus helped Joseph of Arimathea take Jesus' body down from the cross and lay it in a tomb anointing the Lord's body with myrrh and aloes, at great risk to his safety and his reputation. What a beautiful full circle to end John's gospel and to end this sermon. This man Nicodemus who began in total darkness and distance from Jesus is now anointing his very body for burial. He's now intimately connected to the Messiah who buried in three days of darkness will rise again as the tree of life and eternal life for all mankind. So then let's take heart in following Nicodemus through our own darkness and unknowing whatever that might be, being confident that born yet again from above, we will emerge into the light of God's grace now and always and unto the ages of ages. Amen.